Welcome to the Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. Now, here's your hosts, B. Cox and the crew. Greetings and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. It's a perspective of the classics from a fresh point of view. We appreciate you for taking your time and lending your ears to our perspective. You could be anywhere listening to anything, but you're right here with us, so we thank you. With you today is yours truly, B. Cox, and as always, we want to give a shout out to all the fans out there, stateside and worldwide, for continuing to show the show some love, guys. We truly appreciate y'all, and thank you for being with us here on this journey with the Vault Classic Music Reviews Podcast. It's amazing what we've been able to do in the time since we started want to give a shout out, of course, to all of my fans out there nationwide. Just in particular, I want to give a shout out to fans here right in the USA, areas such as the tri-state area, New York, also Chicago in the Midwest, Detroit. We have big followings in Texas, especially North Texas. Shout out to Dallas in the North Dallas suburbs in Houston. Also want to give a shout out as well to folks out there in LA, Seattle in the great Northwest, heading over into Vancouver, and as well in the panhandle of Florida, all the way down to Miami. And worldwide, we want to give a shout out to our fans out there in the UK, in France, Canada, Germany, and of course, on the continent as well, the motherland in Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, Tanzania, South Africa. Also want to make sure that I shout out my fans from Sweden, Brazil, the Netherlands, and Australia. Guys, it's been a great journey that we've had so far. We want to thank you all for being there on it with us. A reminder to go to our website, vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com. You can go there, check out the website, see our past episodes, leave us a comment or a review. And of course, also leave a voice note. And don't forget about the buy me a coffee. That's how you support the show directly with the monetary donation. That's vaultclassicpod.com. And in the show notes, y'all go ahead and check out how you, if you have your own podcast, can get a podcast page and website set up for you in less than five minutes. It's quick, and of course, it's easy and free to join to start out, vaultclassicpod.com, and you can check out the link in our show notes. As we always say here on The Vault, our motto is hashtag open the vault, hashtag nothing but the classics or MBTC. And today is a bit of a special episode, no reviews today, but it is a momentous occasion. Today is the mark where we are celebrating our three-year anniversary for the Vault Classic Music Reviews Podcast. Yes, that's right. Three years since we started and three years we are going strong. So first of all, I want to give a shout out and applause for that. That's right. (laughs) An applause for you, the fans, for keeping us around for three years and continuing to support the show. To think that we would be here three years later and still be podcasting as strong as when the day we first sat down at my kitchen table with the crew to do our first episode is just crazy. So thank you all again. Three years of the vault is just something that's crazy just to even think about. And I'm going to go ahead and take this episode to mark this occasion by sort of going back to the origin story, how we got started. Whenever I talk about this, I've said this on many different podcasts that I've been a guest on and to any of the interviews that I've given since in regards to, well, what made you want to start a podcast like this? Thinking about classic hip-hop albums, R&B albums, reggae albums, thinking about the music of the past is something that is a topic that I love to discuss and have discussed for quite some time. And it was something that when I saw people on social media discussing albums, when we talk about classic albums of a particular era, most notably the 90s or the 2000s, 
And then even into the 80s, for some of my listeners are a little bit older, discussion was always about the comparison of albums, the comparison of eras. And what I wanted to do was create a platform that sort of explored that, but then explored the personal connection that somebody draws from an album, which is something that when you listen to this podcast, I hope that all of you get, because that's really what the show is about. And how we got started is, you know, I always wanted to podcast. For those of you who don't know much about my background, I did spend a couple of years in radio not too long after college at XM The Power, which is uh, now I believe called a different name, but was called The Power. It was a radio station that had a partnership with Radio One on XM. At that time, it was XM 169. Sirius and XM had not merged yet. I was on a sports show, The House of Sports with Terry Tuff. And shout out to Tuff, Terry Tuff out there, comedian. They were looking for a board op, a tech producer, and also sort of a co-host for the show. And I'd always wanted to do sports radio coming out of college. And it was a great way for me to get started. Well, the show lasted about a year. And then afterwards, there was new general manager and they decided to make changes. So the show got axed. And then I just ended up being a tech producer for some other shows before I ended up leaving but I always wanted to start a podcast. This is like right around 2006, 2007. I kind of drifted away from that a little bit, that idea. And I got involved a little bit more in music. Uh, at that time, I was producing music and also I was rapping as well. Me and my boy, we had a recording set up in his basement. We would sort of record music and also would make beats. And we did it for the fun of it, really. So I was sort of in the middle of making music. And I'm noticing right around four or five years ago that I see that podcasting is starting to pick up. Like it's becoming a thing. And so you see that more and more podcasts are popping up. And then not only that, there's a segment of the population that's starting to accept podcasting as a medium, sort of like a form of entertainment that they want to listen to as an alternative to more than just regular talk radio on terrestrial radio or even satellite radio and saw that it was something that was being driven by the people for the most part. And there were lots of famous podcasters. There are still a lot of famous podcasters out there that had big and great mega deals. And I saw as though that there were a lot of people getting into the space. Now for me, I'm a tough critic. I'm my harshest critic on myself, but then I'm listening to some of these podcasts that are out there and I'm like, you know, this doesn't seem like something that's too extraordinary that I couldn't do. So I was like, you know, what if we decided to give that podcasting thing a try once and for all? So I decided to do that. So what I did is I knew I needed a plan because I didn't have any means to record any music. So what I did is I started saving money on an app called Capital and I set myself a goal and I started thinking about, you know, roundabout ways is probably going to cost X amount of money for you to get all the equipment you need just to get started. And in between this time while I'm saving money on Capital, I reached out to a few friends of mine, asked them, I'll say like, hey, you know, guys, hey, that idea that I had about old school hip hop doing hip hop album reviews. I don't know exactly what it's going to be about and what the format is, but I'm thinking about getting started. Who's interested? Well, a few of my friends said that they were interested and I said, cool, I'll let you guys know what's going down when we're about to start and when we're going to get started and we'll talk more about it. So in between that time, I did my research. I researched equipment, tried to see as far as podcasting was concerned, what some of the best equipment was. Then I knew that if I was going to do a podcast with many hosts, and if we were probably going to be in person, I needed something that if we were going to podcast could have four inputs, microphone inputs for all of us to speak at the same time. So I knew I needed something like a mixer that was a little bit more advanced than the regular run of the mill mixer. So I knew that was going to cost more money. But then I started thinking also about the concept of the show. And I was like, you know, well, hip hop album reviews, 
Everybody does them. There's tons of them on YouTube. There are lots of podcasts out there that talk about old school hip hop. And I just wanted to do something different. I was like, you know, what if I do this? What if I set up a concept of reviewing the albums on their anniversary dates during the notable anniversaries? And for me, I was like, well, what about, say, could we do 10, 15, 20, mm, 5, 10, 15? Mm. So I said, you know, if this is going to be called a podcast called The Vault Classic Music Reviews, then it has to really be at a point where we could really evaluate whether our album was a classic or not. So I said, you know what? We'll settle it. 20, 25, and 30. And at that time, in 2019, when I was getting ready to get started, we're looking at that point where 20, 25, and 30 was 99, 94, and 89. I thought that was the great place to start. I save up all my money. I buy my equipment. Time is approaching, and I reach out to the guys that were interested and told them, like, hey, we're going to get started. Here's the concept. I'll let you guys know how the format is going to go. And that's how we got rolling with it. So I came out with the outline, decided to figure out how we were going to format the show. I sent it out to the guys. They loved it. Then we set a date for us to record. I said, you know, if we're going to be here, we might as well record a couple of reviews so that we're not just sort of coming here every single week. I said, if we can flip it, let's try to see if we can record two or three episodes in one sitting. The guys agreed to that. So we all sat down to do the first recording for the Vault Classic Music Reviews podcast. And the first recording that we did, we recorded our first two episodes that you hear in our catalog. And that was none other than Mob Deep's Murder Music and The Roots' Things Fall Apart, both released in 1999. And I thought that that was a good place to start because when we were doing the Mob Deep Murder Music review, that day that we were actually recording it was the actual anniversary date of Murder Music, which was turning 20. And things turned out okay. <laughs> I like to talk about this. You know, the crew that I had there originally, of course, my crew of Damo, J.O., and D.T. Dave, who were there for a good portion of the first, let's say, 15 albums or so intact. And of course, Damo and J.O. were on there for much longer than that. We sort of tried to settle into a little bit of a groove, and I thought that the chemistry was pretty good. Even though the quality, when I listened to those <laughs> reviews back then, the quality wasn't the best quality in the world. But the one thing I do have to say is that for us starting out, I do think that we had a pretty good grip of how to record the show. And I say that because the idea of this show came from sitting at the lunch table and talking to school about music and us sitting there and debating music that just came out, talking about albums and past songs and some of the great verses and great artists and great albums. So we have been having this conversation at least since high school. We're talking about close to two decades worth of experience when it came to talking, dissecting and reviewing hip hop. And it was just hip hop because we were all doing hip hop just at first. So we record the first two episodes. I edit the first episode. And sure enough, on August 26, 2019, the very first episode of the Vault Classic Music Reviews podcast came out. It was Mob Deep Murder Music. And I labeled it as Mob Deep's last great album, question mark. I put it there because I that's what I thought at the time. Is I thought that that truly was Mob Deep's last great classic or essential album. And that was the first episode that we did. And then we were off and running. And so the numbers there weren't great to start out, but then eventually things started getting a little bit better as we went on into our catalog. We got into things fall apart, which came out the next week. 
Then after that, we followed that up with Prince Paul, a Prince Among Thieves, Outcast, Southern Playalistics, Cadillac Music, and then De La Souls, Three Feet High and Rising, which to this date is my most listened to episode, even through the couple of hosts that I've been on. So we were off and running from that point. So that took us through into the end of the year. We would set a time to record once every two weeks. We would meet up at my place. We would sit and I would set up my Rodecaster Pro Podcaster Studio on the table with the four microphones. And we did in person, you know, and then we usually, when we were recording, we usually had a couple of beers or drinks and do that once every two or three weeks. I would do them in advance. I would edit the episodes and then put them out whenever we were scheduling to put them out. And we rolled like that for a while. Well, then 2020 hit and a couple of things happened that kind of changed the way that we did the show. One, Dave moved out of town. And then not too long after that, Damo then also moved out of town, mostly because of his job. And then not too long after that, COVID hit. And that changed the way that we and many other people who recorded podcasts recorded them forever. It's been some challenges, especially during COVID. It wasn't easy because we had to find another way how to be able to connect with each other. But like I always say, thank God for the evolving podcast industry and thank God for technology because we've still been able to keep things going. Never thought that I'd be going three years later only because I didn't know how long it would last. But I'm glad to still be here and I'm glad that the show is still here. So now I want to go into five moments that I remember the most. Most of this has been memorable, but these are the things that stand out the most. The first one is the recording of D'Angelo's Voodoo review. And I remember in particular why this was memorable because we recorded that on the same day that Kobe died. And I remember we found out that Kobe died right before we were getting ready to publish the episode. And Damo was the one who looked at his phone and said to me, yo man, Kobe Bryant just died. I said, get the fuck out of here, dude. You kidding me? Sure enough, we both go to our phones and then we then go to the television. And then we sat in front of the television for probably like 45 minutes, just watching the news, literally just shocked about what had just happened. And then we got to record a review right after this. And to be quite honest, this was actually one of my more favorite reviews. Really, I think for the spirit of what happened that day and us remembering Kobe for really pushing us along. And plus, it was not only that, it was one of my favorite albums of all time of any genre. But getting that news about Kobe dying right before was something that struck me and I'll never forget that day because that was actually, I think, one of the last times that Damo and I recorded in person together after he moved because of his job. The second ones are my Tales of the Tape. Now, I did these Tales of the Tape segments, and they were supposed to be sort of like right in the midst of when Versus was happening and when it was starting. And I kind of wanted to capture on that excitement, how people were getting these Versus matchups and People were going song for song and you would figure out with the crowd, the public would, would determine who the winner was, depending on how things went. So I decided I wanted to capitalize on that and do some matchups myself. Now, in full disclosure, I was thinking about doing this well before Versus actually started. <laughs> I have it on the document saved somewhere that for the ideas of the show from 2019, looking about what we can do in 2020 to make things better. That was one of the bonus segments I was planning on doing. Timbo and Swiss just stole my thunder. (laughs) But my first and only live episode was actually my first tale of the tape, which was A Tribe Called Quest versus Outcast. I wanted to catch up on the momentum from COVID and people 
being in isolation, everyone being in the house, but also a lot of content creators were going live and getting engagement. So I wanted to catch on from that momentum and I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I had some fans that came and sat in the studio that were the online studio and Podbean when I was doing it. It was a fun matchup to do. I mean, with a trap called Quest and Outcast, two groups that are probably two of my three favorite rap groups of all time. And then the second one I did was Jay-Z versus Nas, which was later on that year. And I did it with Jay and Damo this time around. Now that was fun because I was able to do it with them to be able to get the feedback from them in regards to the matchups we were doing. It came all the way down to the end. And how it worked out is that Damo scored it for Jay-Z, J.O. scored it for Nas, and then I had it as a draw. <laughs> to hear that clip, and when we were when I said it was a draw, everybody was just sitting there like, oh, man, you can't be kidding. Like, I'm serious, man. I'm absolutely serious. That was a really fun and memorable pod. The third were a couple of reggae reviews that I did. It was uh, Buju Banten Till Shiloh and Supercat Don Dada, and I did that with Khalil Wanda of the Reggae Lover Podcast now, I ended up linking up with Khalil, I want to say late 2019, early 2020, when I was looking for collaborators and guest hosts to come onto the vault and people also to interview. And Khalil reached out to me. Um, for those of y'all who don't know, Khalil and his co-host Agard host a regular podcast, which is a show that is deeply in tune to the reggae culture. They do news and also have discussion topics around reggae music currently. And then also they do sound class culture. They do follow a lot of sound clash events, usually international competitions. They're really into the culture. They've interviewed a lot of artists and managers and people within the reggae industry. It's a really dope podcast, but I got them to come on to do a few reviews for us. And they've done a few, but in particular, the two that I remember the most are Till Shiloh and Don Dada. They were really fun reviews to do. Khalil is very knowledgeable and has great insight, of course, to that time period in reggae, especially in the mid and early 90s. And he was able to bring a great element to the podcast that I never had before. So those are really memorable. And being a big reggae fan myself and of West Indian heritage, it was something I enjoyed doing. The next one was doing my interview in guest lounge with the Breaking Adams podcast with Samit Sharma and Chris Mitchell. Now, for those who didn't remember, Breaking Adams are the podcast that did the Jay-Z documentaries last year for two of his monumental albums. The first one was a five-part series on the making of Reasonable Doubt, his debut album. And then the other one was a five-part series on the making of The Blueprint, which came out in 2001, when those albums turned 25 and 20, respectively. They did a great job. They interviewed so many different people that were involved with that album. It was uh, really insightful, entertaining, and a very provoking listen. And me getting a chance to sit down with those two and recording that episode and having a conversation with them was great. Um, I had to get up by like 10 o'clock in the morning. They're located in England. It's about a five hour time difference. And I wanted to make sure that I got up and got them at a time where it wasn't, you know, too early in the day or too early for me or too late in the day for them. So I ended up hooking up with them. We did it over video and we had a great conversation for about an hour plus. It was a very insightful and great conversation. Those guys have a great podcast. They've interviewed many different people within the industry, lots of legends. And I encourage everyone who was a fan of hip hop music to check out their podcast. But it was a great conversation and I loved that. Probably one of my highlights in regards to what I did content creation wise for this show. 
And then the last one is going to be the year end wrap ups. Now I've made it a tradition to do a countdown and ranking of the albums for each one of the years that we do 2025 and 30. And we have a top five and we're in the case with 1996, like we did last year, we did a top 10 and it's fun. We get me, Damo and Jay to sit there and give our rankings for the albums that year. And having that discussion put around it is really a nice way. I believe to put a bow on the year. So those are the things that I'll remember the most. Um, lots of other memorable moments, but those are the five that I'll point out, at least to this point. And you know, you don't get the three years without getting there with the support and also getting the props from people within the podcasting space and also those who are listening and supporting your show and bigging it up across any one of their platforms and, of course, to anyone that will listen. So I want to take this time to thank a few people. First off, I got to thank the crew. Damo, J.O., and Dave. The fellows who believed in the show enough of it to be a part of it and to help me bring it to life. The ones who I know will love talking hip hop and love debating hip hop in a spirited but civil manner. And then also having the ability to go on the fly and take things as things change and be cool about it. And the one thing that I do have to say that if I have a regret over these three years is that our quartet kind of split up due to circumstances that were beyond many of our controls. But the time that we had creating this show and sitting down at that kitchen table with some beers or some cognac or some bourbon and sitting and talking hip hop were some of the things that I'll remember the most. And I definitely have to give a shout out to those guys for starting this up with me. They know that they always have a open door policy to come back to this show, particularly Dave, J.O. and Damo. You know, they're still on with the show, still a part of the crew. All three of them are part of the crew. We can't always link up sometimes as things happen. But, y'all, they'll always be a part of the crew and they'll be a part of this show. I also want to give a shout out to my fellow podcasters, starting with the guests that I've had on here on the show with me that have made things happen over these last three years. First off, I got to give a shout out to my boy, 12 Kyle. Now, 12 is one of the show's biggest supporters. He's a podcaster in his own right. As I like to say, he's your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. He has a great show and great platform there. He's one of the few hosts that I know that does album reviews. He does do some album reviews and sometimes our shows overlap. But the one thing that he's great about doing, he's great about supporting. He brings a perspective of somebody who's a little bit older than me and who was outside. And some of these albums that I wasn't necessarily outside so he gives a perspective on these albums that I definitely like. He's been on with a couple of reviews for me and we did a couple of reviews. Those reviews were really dope and he always supports his show. So shout out to 12 Kyle and his show. Make sure y'all go check that out. Of course, I mentioned Khalil Wonder and Agard of the Regular Level Podcast. They've done a great job, just wrapped up season nine and they're getting ready to, as he said on social media, they are going to do their final season of Regular Level Podcast. But we got a couple of more reviews coming out of them for the rest of this year. We got a couple of Dynamite reviews lined up, so y'all make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Nathan, the Professor Rideau from Players of the South and Food Dope Podcast. We ended up linking up together on social media. This brother does a great job of helping to curate content around the hip-hop culture. He, of course, started Players of the South, which is hip-hop's first scripted podcast. It has great content, sort of takes you back to that time when a lot of us who were at or around my age started to fall in love with the genre. And he has great perspective being an old school cat himself. And of course, Food Dope Podcast, where he talks to a lot of restaurateurs and chefs around the country, where they talk about creating and preparing a meal and then also creating the parallel between hip hop and making a classic hip hop album and linking it towards making the perfect dish 
and how those elements work together. Had him on for a couple of reviews, Master P, UGK, also on a guest lounge as well. My man definitely keeps it funky, and I appreciate him and all of his support, and of course, his great content. DT of the Perfectly Imperfect Couple podcast. Now, I came across them as well on social media. They are, have a really great show on Perfectly Imperfect Couple podcast. Um, they talk about a lot of different issues. They re- reached out to me and wanted to take part in a couple of reviews that I did. We did two reviews with the Fuji's The Score and then also India Ari's Acoustic Soul. And we had a great time recording it. They have a lot of great fun there. Really, really fun to listen to and have a good show. And they're going to be coming out with the new season soon. So shout out to DNT. Uche and QD of the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. We ended up linking up because we had the same podcast host. We wanted to do some collaborative things. I'd agreed to have them on for a guest lounge. You know, they have a great show. They do a lot of work as far as reviewing independent music. People submit their music to be reviewed. They have a lot of great energy. I love their collaboration on this show and also their camaraderie. They have great chemistry. We had a great time during their show as well. Um, I love talking to those guys. They really have a good show and a good platform too. My girl, Charlie D from Word to the Mother podcast. Now, somebody who is of my own art and also a podcast who is right up my alley. She covers a lot of classic hip hop artists and also songs during the 90s. We linked up. We did a couple of episodes, did some reviews. We did a review of Ooh on the TLC tip and of the Boomerang soundtrack and of the movie. She has a really great podcast and platform. I'm really glad to link up with her. And then, of course, Cement and Chris of Breaking Adams, as I said, one of the premier hip hop podcasts out there over there in the UK. Give them a shout out to those guys. Hope to hear from them again soon. And I wanted to give a couple of podcasters out there who support the show that haven't been guests in particular, but every time we're on social media, they definitely show us love and I appreciate them for that. So here goes the OTR podcast, Mike, Brandon, Alex, and Quan. Yo, guys out the, of the way from me, not too far from me in Baltimore in the Baltimore area. These guys always showed us love. So I want to give y'all guys a shout out. Riri from the New Normal Podcast definitely joins us on Raw Sacks and has joined us many times, me and Damo. So shout out to her. She always shows love. It's always showing love on IG. So shout out to you, Riri. Mimi from a shot of Melanin Podcast, my sister from up there in Canada. Thank you for showing us love. Jay's from Jay's Quick 3. Definitely doing a lot. She does a lot of work with 12 Kyle. Also did some work, I believe, as well with the podcast Happy Hour and those ladies. So, Jay, definitely we see you giving us love on social media, too. Autumn, the Aries of Lit Life podcast. She was one of the first podcasters that I actually linked up with and listened to her show on the circle of podcasters I linked up with like around 2020. She has a great show and a great platform. I love her perspectives. Also, Tamara of Tamara to Dawn, she has a great show, really great insight, and she does some great things on social media when it comes to promoting her platform and also her business. She also supports some great causes. Shan, if she gets it, pod, Shan joined me and Damo on Raw Sex, and she has some great engagement on her social media channel. She also shows love. Uncle Dolomite, a Too Much Game podcast, to me, one of the best voices and also one of the best hosts out there because he is very engaging in his content. It's nothing but the truth, and he gives you no bullshit. Trill Spell with Will and his podcast, a guy with me that I love. He sits there and highlights those vinyl records when he's sitting there playing his podcast, and I got to love anybody that has love for the vinyl game. Elise and JR of the R&B Representatives, we've linked up a couple of times to you know, exchange messages on social media. Hopefully, we'll be getting together soon, and you may hear them on the vault soon, but I love their shows. Catch that. 
where they talk R&B music. Anybody who sit here and highlights music from the past is a friend of mine. They reminisce over you podcast. They show a lot of love on social media. They have a good show. And then Vaughn Moss of the Neptune Sunday podcast shows love to us too. So all of y'all, thank you for your support. I hope that I can only reciprocate my support to y'all as y'all have to me. So thank you as well. And a fan I want to shout out here on the podcast. He's been down with us probably for the last few years. And that's my boy, Jamie star seven from Twitter. I don't even know this brother's real name, but you know, he's a, he's definitely one of our biggest supporters. Always retweet tweeting, always commenting. He's reached out to me to make sure I was okay during COVID. I told him that we were cool. Uh, brother based out of, out there in the tri-state area in Connecticut. Um, huge Yankees fan, huge Jets fan, but he is an old school hip hop head. I want to thank him for his energy and his support too. I promise him I will get to that third base album. <laughs> I'm going to get to it. I promise you that that's going to happen, but shout out to him. And last but not least, I want to thank all the fans out there that have played a part in helping us get here. Like you don't get to three years and having a podcast with the numbers that we have. If people don't clearly rock with you. And that's one thing I know that you all do. I've met a lot of people who have started podcasting at or around the same time. And even after we started podcasting, and a lot of them don't podcast anymore. And to me, for me to enjoy doing it this much means a lot. And the reason why I do is because of y'all. Because if nobody was listening, I wouldn't do it. But y'all show me each and every week that y'all are listening, that y'all want more. And by the messages I get from friends on social media, I definitely appreciate all the things that you all are doing and for continuing to keep it going. As I always say at the end of my podcast, y'all know who we do it for, for y'all. So here's the three years. Here's hoping that we have three times three more and that we keep this thing going. Shout out to all of you all. And of course, remember to spread the word because that's how we stay in the game. And that is going to wrap up yet another edition of The Vault. Please make sure you are visiting us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com. There you can learn more about the show, check out our past episodes, join our mailing list, leave a review, or if so inclined, you can leave us a voice note. Click the blue microphone in the bottom right-hand corner to leave us a voice note to let us know what you think about the show or to just show us some love. To support the show, click the coffee cup shaded in yellow in the bottom left-hand corner to access our Buy Me A Coffee page. On Buy Me A Coffee, you can give a small monetary donation to support the show to ensure that we can keep the vault open for many years to come. You can also visit us on social media at Vault Classic Pod on IG, Twitter, and on TikTok. Also hit us on YouTube and our Facebook page. Like and follow us on social media. Subscribe to the pod and the YouTube channel. We do it here all for you. We appreciate the support. And if you have a friend, tell a friend and make sure that that friend tells a friend. Always remember to keep your headphones on and your music loud, but not too loud. And as we close, we like to remind everyone to dream big because dreams are the basis for creation. Always create, motivate, and elevate because you were never destined or created to stay stationary or ordinary in this life. And on that note, we say peace. Thank you for listening and coming into The Vault. Please subscribe and visit us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com.